Grand rising. Rising grand, everybody. Happy, happy new week. Happy new day. Happy new month. I thought I'd slide through on this Monday morning to remind you that your crown has not only custom made, but it has already been paid for. I had a beautiful lesson of love this morning, and I just feel like extending some of that to you guys. I truly pray that if you haven't already, that you set intentions for the month ahead. We've got two months left in this year and you can still get it. You can still finish strong. You can still finish amazing. You can still finish having accomplished some things that you are damn well proud of. And I think that sometimes people start resting in preparing for Christmas and winter and the comfort. And I'm just saying, I mean, it's time to switch it up a notch. It's time to remember that I do something in, in my visualization parties where I get people to actually look at the jewels that they've got in their crown. Like, what have you guys got in your crown? Have you got courage? Have you got resilience? Have you got honesty? Have you got integrity? Have you got love? Have you got joy? What is your crown really made of? And more than just becoming aware of it, like, are you actually waking up every day and embodying that? Are you waking up every day and embodying what has already been paid for in your crown? Sometimes we do a great job at kickstarting the week or the month with what we don't have. I've been uploading all of the podcasts from the last month. I've still got two weeks to go. But oh my gosh, has the content blown me away. And that's just from my rooms. The other people, I tell them to um, record their rooms. They don't realize how valuable they are yet. They don't recognize that the content that they're putting out is valuable. So it needs to be recorded. But I say that to say, having gone through this one particular week where it was the about getting in the gap, about who influences us and why they influence us. It was about um, knowing what you need. It was about recognizing you are the one. That full week of about seven podcasts is absolutely mind-blowing. If you missed any of them, go back, go back to a cup of tea online, they're up there, digest them. If you're listening to this now and you haven't listened to them, go back and listen. It is so necessary that sometimes we have to go back. We really have to go back to recognize what's been paid for in our crowns before, what has been put inside of us. And I picked up a quality question today and I love this quality question to kickstart the week. And I don't only invite you guys to take this quality question, but I invite you to sit with yourself and answer it. And the quality question was, who are the teachers in your life that have inspired you? Who are the teachers in your life that have inspired you the most? Why have they inspired you? And if they've inspired you, did they teach you something that maybe you've forgotten about that you can use now? You can use in setting your intentions for the rest of the year. You can use in setting your intentions for the month, for the week, for the day, because they've given you something that you can run with. They've given you something that they paid for. They already paid it. They already paid the cost and they gave it to you. Are you treasuring that gift? Many of us don't recognize how we've been taught love, how we've been taught courage, 
how we've been taught resilience, like we've been blessed with those things as gifts. Last week when my dad was speaking on Get Bodied Friday and he said there was a point where he didn't even realise that he didn't say bye when he left the home. And he said in his words, like he just wasn't really man enough at the time to have that conversation. But as he said it, I was like, I'm so grateful that he didn't. Do you want to know why? Because I never felt like anything was missing. But I also was able to look around and pay attention and recognize that there were some things that I felt like I had to be responsible for. There were some things that I felt like I needed to step into. That there was some moments in my life that really taught me the power of being independent. Many of us don't know that yet. We don't recognize the power of leaning into just the power of God alone, just the power within us, period. Because we're steadfast on wondering what it's going to look like to everybody else. I was talking to my son this morning and I said, do your affirmations. He said, mommy, I'm not religious. I said, affirmations aren't religious. I said, they're just redefining like who you are. Who are you? And he said his name. And I said, no, who are you without that name? And then he said, I'm brave. I'm a miracle. I'm strong. I said, why are you those things? And he said, oh, I like that. Who are you? without what you've been through. Because we can talk about it in terms of how it's, how it's like may have hindered us or where we've had to heal, but who are you that allows you to wake up today and stand? What did your ancestors push through? What did they fight through? What did they make available to you? You know, I get to go back to Anguilla most years. Outside of COVID, I get to go back to the islands that my grandparents all traveled here from. And the amount of gratitude that I have, not only being able to see life from two different perspectives, and to me it's two very different perspectives, but I have always been so grateful that my parents, my grandparents chose to travel here. I have gratitude for that courage that it took them. I have gratitude for all the things they pushed through especially when I go back and I get to see like just the openness that I have in my thinking the openness that I have in my learning the experiences I have I have gratitude for the amount of planes that my mum chose to put us on for the amount of places that she allowed us to travel to for the amount of time a year six months three months four months that she allowed us to spend outside of this country I have so much gratitude for the perspective it's given me when you wake up on this Monday morning in this brand new month, in this brand new day, what really are you grateful for? And I mean, like, seriously grateful for. I mean, like, utterly grateful for. So much so that your steps are ordained by the gratitude, by the love. Many of our steps sometimes are ordained by proving a point by wanting more, by wanting to be better. But what steps are you taking because of the responsibility of carrying the crown that's already been paid for? 
I recognize that there was decisions made long before I came to this earth that have given me permission to speak, that have given me permission to stand in my truth, that have given me permission to create platforms. And it's a part of that responsibility that allows me to get up and serve even when I don't want to because somebody paid a heavy price for the crown that I'm now getting to wear. And I wear it with gratitude. What are you guys utterly, truthfully, like seriously grateful for? So much so that you don't have a choice to sleep. You don't choose sleeping because you don't have that option. You don't choose being less than you are because you don't have that option. You don't choose counting yourself out because someone, many people counted their self in just so you could. Are you willing to not only readjust your crown, but have a gratitude for the fact that it's already been paved? It's already been paid for. Your path has already been paved. Will you find courage in this new month, in this new week, in this new day to step, to stride? Oh, it was that week too where we were talking about striding. Because you don't need to strive when you know what's already been paid for you. You don't need to. When you've been blessed with an inheritance, it kind of gives you a level of security. How much of you are leaning into the inheritance that not only your ancestors have blessed you with, but your father, the creator, has blessed you with. He's already given you an inheritance. Why are you not secure in that? Why are you not secure in the bag? One of the most mo moving moments in my morning this morning when I was watching a lesson in love from the great, and I say the great because she is great, Maya Angelou was when she cried. And she used that word, which I don't often like to use, humble. But she used it in the perfect context because she said she was reading a book and when she read that book and the statement said God loves me she just broke down because she then read she was reading it to her mentor and she read it once and he said read it again and she said it twice and she read it again and she read it three times and then she got it this incredible absolute power that is in everybody and that creates everything from the fleas to the most magical things in the universe, loves her. And you could see in her that because she was so humbled by that love, she never, never took it for granted. Yo, how much of us take for granted that we are loved beyond measure, like seriously loved beyond measure? Oh, we can't see that because we can't see it through mummy or we can't see it through daddy, or we can't see it through our kids, or we can't see it through the man or woman that we choose to lie down with. But what happens when the greatest power of all loves you? 
regardless to whether you feel like you're in your best condition or not, whether you feel you've made the best decisions or not, bro, you are loved beyond measure. When you really let that digest, Joel, do you know how that feels? When you really recognize that there is an inheritance secured in your name, it's already got your name on it, it's already been paid for, it's already custom made. What are you going to do with it? What are you doing with it? What are you waiting for? Oh, y'all waiting to heal everything. Shall I tell you when you heal everything? When you die. So today is for the living. Today is the day that you be great. This is the moment that you decide there is an inheritance in your name and you got to do the best with it. Perhaps the question then is, are you willing? Are you ready? It's different when you wake up in a new week, in a new month, in a new day, looking for opportunities compared to when you wake up on assignment. And there's an assignment on your life, one that's already been paid for. What are you gonna do with it? When are you gonna step in it and keep striding? When are you gonna walk tall with your shoulders relaxed down your back, with a smile on your face, with joy oozing out of your spirit. Because that's your birthright. When are you gonna really recognize, what does she say? In every cloud, there can be a rainbow. When you are gonna start looking for that, and bearing witness to the rainbow as opposed to the rain. This is how we start catching our generational blessings. Who is your greatest teachers and why? What have they inspired you to do and what are you doing with it? That's the question for the room. And it's a question that I invite you to answer in depth. Because then you get to ask a follow-on question every single day of your life. Am I making them proud? If somebody has really invested something in you, if somebody has seriously invested something in you, you have a responsibility to take care of that thing. Do you know why I'm a great teacher? Because I'm an awesome student. I'm terrible in a dance class. If you ever see me learn choreography on the spot, I am awful. But there's something that happens in my brain where it goes in. It just doesn't look like it's going in and it will go in. And by the time I come back to that section next week, I'm going to murk it. I am going to absolutely murk it. And it's the same with anything. When, I, when someone takes their time to give to me, yo, I want to make them proud. 
when someone takes their time to believe in me, so whether it's an investment of their words, whether it's an investment of their time, whether it's an investment of their energy, I want to make them know, thank you. And there's no greater way to say thank you than to sometimes live the lessons that they've taught you. I have a responsibility. This is my personal responsibility. My personal responsibility to say thank you to my grandparents, to say thank you for my parents, to say thank you to anybody that's invested in me, period, by doing the absolute best job that I can with everything they've given to me. Everything. Do you want to know why I can do that? Because I pay attention to what's been given to me. I pay attention to what's been paid. I pay attention to the path that's been laid. I pay attention to what they've pushed and pressed through. I pay attention to all of the trials, the struggles that they've gone through that allows me to be in this position. And I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. And thank God I recognize the power of gratitude now. I recognize the power of doing something now. I recognize the power of waking up every single day with the responsibility to do my absolute best, period. And yes, some days I will fall short and I will disappoint myself and I do disappoint myself. But here's the plug. I ain't scared to have an honest conversation with myself. I'm not out here trying to look pretty and perfect for anyone or anything else because I believe perfection is an illusion within itself. But what I do know and what I do stand on and what I hold utter pride and joy is, is right here, right now, I am willing, I am capable I am knowing, and furthermore, I absolutely do my best. And I honour, I absolutely honour everybody that's come before me. Because I understand, no matter what it looks like, they absolutely were doing the best with what they could. And you've only got to go through life You've only got to go through life to know that your best ain't like anybody else's best. And their best ain't like your best. But are you willing to have understanding? Are you willing to actually live and practice forgiveness? Or do you want to live in the expectations of I wish it could have, or it should have, or what if, bro, it is what it is. That's a whole podcast too. It absolutely is what it is, and it is whatever you make it to be. So are you willing to wake up in gratitude? Are you willing to wake up and honour that crown that's been paid for, are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to not only recognize that you are standing on an inner legacy, but bro, you got to continue the race. Some of you are just watching the baton at your feet. Pick it up. 
pick up that bat and feel what's been put inside of it and walk, walk. Many of you still don't understand the power of energy. Many of you still don't understand the power of just one. You don't fully need to understand it all. Because truth of the matter is we really don't know it all. But if you can just take one thing that stands out to you from this conversation today and run with it, that's good enough. There are books that I pick up and I read. Some of them are so big, they're like Bibles, like you you just got to be a dedicated reader to get through them. And sometimes I am not. Other times I am. But you know what it says about most of these books? Even if you can't read this book and you don't have the time to read it, put the book in your bag and let the energy of the book do what it needs to do. How is that even possible? I hear some of you say. Because y'all don't know what can happen in the possibilities of nothing there is everything and in everything there is nothing what do I mean by that words have power not just when they come out of your mouth but they have power in being written down and so when you're carrying those words that energy you might not even know what that book says you might not even know what that book says, but the energy of those words within your bag, that can seriously bless your life. Why am I saying that? Some of you don't know fully yet what's in the baton that you've been passed. You don't know the energy of it. You don't know the depths of it because you might not be able to have those conversations with your parents and your grandparents and so, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to know your history or her story. But if you're just willing to pick up the baton, the crown and say, yo, this has been paid for. I don't fully know the history of this crown, but I know it's been through some things. And just by wearing this crown, just by standing in myself and saying that something's been paid into me, something's been put down on me, something's been invested in me, just by having that belief, do you know what you could step into? You don't have to know the details because humans, humans do that human thing. Oh, I couldn't, I didn't know my parents. I didn't know my grandparents. It doesn't matter. Heck, we don't even know our father. We don't even know our creator. But we can lean into the promises though. The promises that we're supposed to live an abundant life. It's our birthright. We have choice and free will to create a legacy. It's within us. We ask and it is given. No word returns void. We know these things. But do we use them? Do we practice them? Do we believe them? Do we trust them? It's Monday morning. A great day to start over. A great day to trust the energy that something has been invested in you. You got some generational blessings to catch. When you gonna start? 
Because I tell you what, today's a good day to start. Today's a great day to pay attention to the generational blessings that you've got to catch. You've got to catch them now. How will you catch them? When will you step into them? When will you fully embrace them? When will you allow that to be your freedom? To be your freedom. I love, love, love. When I tell you I love, love, love the story of Harriet Tubman. Why? Because she was the woman that freed a load of slaves. But she said, I would have freed a lot more if only they knew they were slaves. Yo, we don't see the shackles anymore. We don't see the shackles anymore. So we don't recognize how much we're enslaved to. Last month was the month of influence. And if you sat in it with us, you recognize that, whoa, we've been influenced by a lot of things. We are influenced by a lot of things. Some great things, some not so great things. But what happens when you really give yourself permission to be influenced by one thing, the greatest power of all? Guidance hits different then. I love this morning, Maya said, all roads lead to God. Not some roads. Loads of roads, all roads, many different paths. I love that she could reach and teach women, men of all different colors, all different religions. Why? Because what was her base principle? What was the biggest, the biggest jewel in her crown? Love, period. And I mean, love at its core. Love is an essence. She herself said love is something you can sit in. She said she knows love can raise up the dead. She knows it. That's a different kind of confidence in love, bro. But many of us want to count ourselves out. Because we've got an expectation of love itself. You understand? Instead of just bathing in it. I pray y'all recognize more than ever how much has been paid for in your crown. How much has been perfectly placed so you can shine, so you can walk, so you can talk, so you can be. What happens if you actually go the rest of your year just focused on all the jewels that have been perfectly secured in your crown? and you stepping in the abundance of life. Like what actually happens when you give yourself that kind of permission? You wake up different, you go to sleep different, gratitude hits different. Yesterday I went out shopping with my dad while we were listening to Claudine's Room, which was absolutely incredible, by the way, which should have been recorded, by the way, but it wasn't. And it was so beautiful, but 
I recognize over these last few days that wherever I go, I just feel the water falling out of my eyes. According to Jalil, what did he say? <laughs> I'm not crying. It's just, um, it's just my sinuses playing up. <laughs> Had me cracking up. <laughs> you were crying, bro. You were crying. And it's cool to cry. But I recognize that I'm crying. I see happy people. I cry. Oh, it was his dust allergies. It was just the dust allergies. <laughs> I see happy people, I cry. I walked into the shop yesterday and there was this woman, she was just smiling, she was on the phone. But as I turned the corner down the aisle, her four children must have been there and they were beautiful. When I tell you, all her children were stunning. Even her, she just kept looking at me and smiling. I had to look back like, yo, your whole family is bomb. That made me cry. I cry when I see people laughing with their kids. I cry when I see people in love. I cry when I pe see people happy. I cry when I see the people, person sitting outside of the shop with no food. I just cry lately and it don't stop. And I am not unhappy. I am just basking in the absolute essence of life. Like there's just so much that we take for granted like so much and that's why I was so moved by the way that Maya was humbled like let me tell you humbled that God loves her yo we don't even wake up and really be grateful for that we don't even wake up and really be grateful that we've got choice you don't have to go to work today you choose to you choose that, you choose that as much as if you're an entrepreneur or, or a business person, you chose that too. You choose happiness, you choose joy, you choose to create a legacy, you choose to be grateful for the legacy that's gone before you, you choose, you choose to be in love or not to be. You choose to make shit bigger than it is. Just like you can choose to release it all. You choose. And yo, we ain't even grateful for the fact that we get to choose. You choose that body you're living in, bro. You actually chose that. Can you imagine? You choose the house, all of this stuff. And if you really choose it, maybe it's not what you want, but it's the only environment that could teach you what you want. Can you be grateful for it? Honestly, please ask yourselves today, who has been your greatest teachers and how have they inspired you and why? Go back from as young as you can remember to as old as you are. And maybe some of you will find that you're only leaning into one or two teachers in your life, but you haven't even activated the principles they've given you. The jewels they've given you are just dull because you forgot to add a little bit of shine to them. You forgot to wear them. You forgot to step in them, living them. 
as much as some of you may go through your life and find many teachers. Yo, I have got so much teachers and I'm so grateful. And I've plugged this in this room before and I'm going to plug it again. Years ago, when I did this and I asked myself, who am I truly grateful for? I wrote about a 15 page letter thanking every single one of them. Some of them I hadn't even met yet. Some of them I just woke up to and listened to every day. Some of them had died. Some of them were still present. I wrote to every single one of them. And I woke up every morning and I read that letter like it was done. Like I got to have that conversation. I wrote the letter in the now. I thank them all for teaching me. I thank them for the lessons they taught me. I thank them for the courage that they had to be who they are. And you know, just by reading that gratitude letter every single day, like seriously being grateful. Do you know how much of my life shifted? Furthermore, do you know how much of those people I actually got to be in the physical presence of and be around? Gratitude is a magnet for what you desire. It's a magnet. It attracts everything you want. Boom. It lands right there in your lap. So it's a choice to listen to this conversation right now and to act upon what you hear. It's an absolute choice. You'll hear me say often, many people don't do the work. But the work is doing the tasks that I plug or invite you guys to do. Why? Because I ain't gonna give you something I ain't done. I'll give you something I've done and I'll tell you what it's done for me. And I love having this space because it gets me to remind me to continue to do the work. And again, most of the stuff I invite you guys to do is so easy to do that is so easy not to do. And that separates the good from the great. The great wake up and put the work in because they understand the principles of the universe. You only get back what you put in. Some of y'all are mad with what you're getting back, but you won't take responsibility for what you're putting in. So I'm inviting you guys to really put the work in. So much so, I did this last year and I'm doing it again. Next week, I am opening my 5 a.m. club to the public for free. For free. From Monday to Friday, you can join us at 5 a.m. on Zoom and tap in to kickstart in your day how we start our day. If you like the DLs, you're going to have to reach me. You're going to have to message me. You can reach me on my Instagram, on my Facebook, through here in the message box. I don't often answer my phone, so I'm, I'm probably not going to answer my phone if you call me. Um, but 
If you message me, I will respond. I'm giving you guys an invitation to not only end your year more solid than you've ended any other year, but I'm giving you an invitation to seriously step into a different season, a different sense of yourself. Today marks the day that many people who started this journey with me last year have been waking up at 5 a.m. for a year. Today marks a full year. Major congratulations to them. And I'm sure they can tell you guys, it was supposed to be a week apparently. I thought it was a month, but it was a week initially. And then it became a month and then it became two and three and four. And what do you know? It's a year. Some people don't start because they're worried about how long it's gonna get or take for them to get there. But here's the truth. The time's gonna pass anyway. So why don't you start now? Why don't you start looking at how your crown has been made up? And why don't you start taking the responsibility of the lessons that have been gifted, yo? They've been gifted to you from young, from young. My mum taught me the principle of sharing. I didn't quite like it when I was young, bro, because I wanted to have what I wanted to have. I didn't even want siblings. <laughs> but she always said, share. To be able to share is a gift from God. But what she said more importantly is when you give something, you don't take it back. And so from then that plugged in my mind that if someone gives me something, I should really be grateful. And if it's not a gift that I need, I can give it to somebody that does. But I should be grateful. And that's a principle that's been embedded in me. Plus, if you grow up Caribbean and you tech back something you give, you get a sty. So I don't want no styes. <laughs> I don't want a sty. <laughs> so I don't take back things I've given because you get a sty. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, guys, I truly pray that you guys give yourself permission to sing and stand and wear and honor. It's not enough just to wear it, you know? Some of y'all just out here feeling like I got a crown because I'm a queen and a king. No, bro, honor it. Honor yourself. Honour the lessons that have been embedded in you. Honour the people that have invested in you. Honour it. Because when you honour it, yo, your back already stands up. Your strides are more intentional. Your talking is more purposeful. Your living is more beautiful because the very essence of who you are has not only been custom made, but it's already been paid for in full, in full. No discounts needed, because there's an inheritance. You've woke up the today to an inheritance. What are you gonna do with it? Are you willing to make yourself proud as much as your ancestors? 
When May Angelo says, I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. Don't let that go over your head. You represent 10,000. Do you know in the spiritual world, they say when one, one soul is awakened, that soul awakens 10,000 people. Many of us are distracted by the wickedness, but y'all don't understand maths. One wicked person doesn't inspire 10,000 wicked people. Please don't get it twisted. That density can't do that. That density cannot do that. But one awakened soul, the energy, the vibration of it can wake up 10,000. And I'm not talking awake because, oh, I'm woke because I, no, 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 no. Living an awakened life, practicing awakened principles. You don't even need to speak when you're awake because your living is that. And your living vibrates at such a frequency that it rattles and shakes and wakes up 10,000. That's a big responsibility. Should you choose it? I don't know about y'all, but I'll choose that every day. My ancestors fought through some things and I'm willing to continue the baton. I'm willing. I am. I'm capable. And hearing my nephew speak yesterday, that made me go, let's go, we go again. Because the healing that has taken place and shaped the room over the last two weeks, ah. Uh, it's been unmatched. There's layers and layers and generations and generations and daughters and mothers and sons and men and women and fathers healing. I might make this shit look easy, but it's not. It's not at all. But it's not my work. It's God's work. And I know the assignment. So I'm willing to do the work. Do y'all know your assignment? Are you still running from it? Or are you willing to wake up every day and walk into it? This morning they kept speaking about a poem by Maya Angelou called, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. I've personally never read this before. But they touched on it so many times that I was like, I have to read it again. I don't let things go over my head. When I hear something, I take action immediately. If someone instructs something, someone that I respect, someone that I value, someone that's giving to me, I'll take action immediately. That's where we begin practicing the principles of obedience. Are you obedient to the things that can grow you, to the things that can help you expand, to the things that can encourage you, empower you, and teach you more about yourself, more about your assignment, more about your purpose, or are you obedient 
to the dysfunction and the drama and the trauma and the not good enough. Which one are y'all obedient to? So here's the poem. I thought I'd share it with you guys. I'm about to read it for the first time. So we're gonna go through this together. And as I read it, if there's anything from this conversation that has inspired you, touched you, triggered you, or empowered you to kickstart your week, let us know by coming to the stage or sending me a message in that bottom right-hand corner. Or if there's anything you just wanna say on this Monday morning, let's go. You're welcome to come up. But here's the poem. I know why the cage bird sings. The free bird leaps on the back of the wind and floats downstream till the current ends and dips his wings in the orange sun rays and dares to claim the sky. But a bird that stalks down his narrow cage can seldom see through his bars of range. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied. So he opens his throat to sing. The caged bird sings with fearful trill of the things unknown but longed for still. And his tune is heard on the distant hill for the caged bird sings of freedom. The free bird thinks of another breeze on the trade wind soft through the cyan trees and the fat worms waiting on a dawn bright lawn and he names the sky his own. But a cage bird stands on the grave of dreams. His shadow shouts on a nightmare scream. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied. So he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but longed for still. And his tune is heard on the distant hill for the cage bird sings of freedom. Maya Angelou, the great Maya Angelou. What did that poem say to anybody? I love it. And I love it because it shows you perspective. In her interview, she said, the cage bird sings because it has to. It can't fly nowhere. It ain't got no choice to own the sky or dip into the soil and pick up the, bird, the worms. But it's still singing with joy because that's what it can do in its environment that it is in. Are you guys singing with joy in the environments that you're in? So that someone can hear your sound, regardless to what it looks like now. Or are you a free bird that's owning the sky and claiming the land? What are you? Like I said to my son this morning, who are you without these titles? Who are you without your name? What can you claim that has already been custom made and already paid in full? Who is that? What is that? 
What can you tell me about that? I only have to look back to realize what I've really been seasoned with. The resilience, the love, the ability to dance, the ability to create. Yo, my great grandparents were some of the richest people on Anguillian soil, period. And not just because of the land that they own, but their ability to hustle, their ability to give, their ability to turn nothing into something. Someone could have told me that's where I got it from. Their ability to love, their ability to serve. Yo, do you know what I'm seasoned with? What are you seasoned with? What have you been secured by? My love, I told you guys, I don't read scripture as such. I don't read holy books. I don't read the Quran, the Bible, but I know these stuff because it's been etched up in my skin. I hear, I hear a scripture and it's like I knew, I know it. It's been etched into me. There's generations of words affirmed into me. So I can create sticks. I can create millions of products with words. Because it's been engraved in me. It's a crown that's been custom made, but paid for in full. What's been put down in you? I pray you go find it. And when you do, I pray you become responsible like you've never been before in your life. So much so that you leap into 5 a.m. club next week. Y'all stop saying I can't get up and you get up because you've got to get up. You wake up and you put something into you before you pour into the world because you know what's in you. When the trumpet sounds, I pray I'll hear the call. Because I know the assignment. Do you? Do you? I pray it's been a Monday morning wake-up call that as you step into this new month and as this sun shines, and even if it rains, that there's beauty in the rainbow that will follow through. There's always been beauty in you. There's always been greatness in you. There's always been gold dust etched up in you. What you feeling to do with it, boo? What you feeling to do? Grand Rising, Miss Tina, how are you? I'm good. My Charlie Chris Brooks. You better say my name. Amen. <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> Um, it's funny this morning. Um, what do you call it? Clip that we watched of how you pronounce the name Maya. Yeah, Maya um, Angela. Yes, one of the things that she said is a firm testament of what Clementina Brooks Markilly would often say. She would say, To have a friend, you must be one. And me and Susan were just um, thinking about how much time she put that statement in us to have a friend, you must be one. Um, you ask who my inspiration 
definitely my grandparents. I was privileged to know them, privileged to spend time with them, privileged to hear their stories, privileged to hear how, you know, my grandfather couldn't read or write, but he, you know, he was able to look after the ground and he was a vet and, you know, just so much. There was no excuse of limitations because of circumstances. I guess that's what I really learned from my grandparents. Um, I was privileged to look to know my great grandparent, my um, grandmother, Sissy. My great, she's my great grandmother, but we called her grandmother Sissy. Um, so I could hear her stories and hear her knowledge and hear her wisdom. So I was definitely inspired by my personal family and having relationships with them. Definitely, definitely inspired by my parents. Maybe growing up, I didn't realize how inspiring they were. But as the years went on and I became a parent myself, and then some of the times when you're going through something as a parent, it's like, oh my God, how did my mum and dad do this? Or how did they cope? Or how did they balance everything that had to be balanced? So, you know, they definitely have become and are my inspiration. And I think another thing that I really got today was um, the crown um, statement. I can't remember it offhand, no, but um, it's, that, it's just that they... They've already paid. Sorry, Sunita just reminded me that he said that that might. It's the name of the room, honey. It's the name of the room. The name of the room. Your crown has been paid for. So that was very, very beautiful to actually see why, why we must get up at five o'clock because they used to actually rise very early. My grandparents was before the sun come up. They had to get their work in. So it really reminds me, like. There is something that we have to do for the generations to come and actually to take those steps to walk past my lazy feelings, to walk past my I ain't good enough, to walk past my whatever excuse could come up. It's great to have a, a, a what is that? Why are you showing up? Okay, so come on, I'm going to kick the, kick your butt out of existence. So I'm so proud and I'm... Um, and I'm proud of me. I'm proud of the steps that little me is taking. Um, there is a um, mural up in the Queen's Mare, and it's honouring my work. It's honouring the inspiration that I have been to many in my community. And, um, yeah, at one point I wouldn't have come up here and said it, but I'm going to say it loud and I'm going to say it proud because I've done some work. And me doing that work um, hasn't just been personally for my children. It has been for the community it has been because I remember thinking well if I just feed my family then my children are going to have to marry somebody and they wouldn't have the understanding so I had to make sure that the community it takes a village yeah I had to make sure that that was one of my principles that I lived from and I saw my grandparents live from that principle when my grandmother cooked she cooked a pot and it was like, Ma, why are you cooking so much? And she was like, you never know who's going to be hungry and who's going to need food. So um, basically, I come from that. Yes, somebody's asking me, is the mural up? Yes, the mural is up. And I cried on Saturday. I cried for, I realised, I said, Dad, somebody would have rang you and said, he would have said, Christina, that Inez or somebody rang and they, they, they said that there is a mural in the high street of you. 
And Martha said, yes, exactly. He said, I'm very proud to, to, to know that you're doing good. You know, and that's what he would have said. And I, I actually kind of still had the conversation with him. And I cried tears of joy because I know that he's still proud. And then the mural is very close to Marks and Spencer. So then it was remembering my auntie Babby. And she would say, Tina, I went by Marks. And who did I see but my niece? I always knew. She always believed in me. And, you know, for that, I know that there's many that are proud of the work. Yes, it's a mural that depicts me as the nurturer um, because I have nurtured the community. So, yeah, if you're in Slough, please go take a picture of it. Tag me on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram yet, but, you know, just tag me and tag my family. And, yeah, we're just doing the taking the steps and doing the work. So... Crown's definitely been paid for, and Tanya, thank you so much for taking your crown up, and that I'm alive to see you taking those steps, because sometimes we wait until death before we move, and as I said to you, and as I said to Claudine, take your lanes and let's run together, and I really queen salute both of you for doing that, and I pray that the rest of you know, the other gems that I have on the earth, the gems that your father has on the earth, the children I'm pulling our gems, I pray that they will take up their names. Um, yeah. Amen. And it's so crazy because you've just lived out one of my stories that I've rehearsed in my head for so many years. I used to be like, I'm going to make it. But when I make it, my mum isn't going to be here because it was a fear. And I recognise that that hasn't come true, but that has come true in a sense for you. He may not have lived to see you get recognized for the work that you're putting in, but he definitely saw you put in the work. Um, and wherever he is, I know that he's crap, he's proud. And um, it's just beautiful how life gives you lessons. I will definitely be taking my family and my children down to that. And we are gonna be hollering that our grandmother, our mother has made history. Her story has been acknowledged and we give thanks that you get to, you, you're here, you're living testimony, not only was the project in itself your vision, um, but the fact that you're recognized through that vision is absolutely incredible. And I truly believe the ethos that we should give people their flowers while they're alive. Um, and it's not just a principle that I practice by actually giving people gifts. It is a principle that I practice by acknowledging those people that are great. Sometimes people are blessing our lives, bro. Like they are absolutely blessing and transforming and just like going out of their way to give, 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 give. And we don't even know how to say thank you. We don't know how to say thank you. We don't know how to publicly acknowledge people for what they've done. We don't even know how to shed people their way and, and give people like, you know what, this person is helping me, maybe they'll help you. And so for me personally, all of the people that like recommend me or ever share me or anything like that, I'm so, 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 so grateful. One, because you never do it for that. But just when you know, people spend a lot of money each year in marketing and advertising. But I'll tell you guys something, nothing is more powerful than word of mouth, nothing. Because like Maya Angelou says, people might forget what you do. They might forget what you said. But let me tell y'all something, people do not forget how you made them feel. And when people bless you with their presence, 
or their words or just their persona or just their beingness and you get a feeling and you then speak about that feeling ah nothing compares to that nothing at all nothing at all so anyways i'm gonna wrap up the room thank you so much for coming to the stage sorry, sorry tanya another thing is um i'm not gonna just as you said it, it was the fact that when you went reading in different places you could see images of people that contributed to the community and Slough didn't have that so last year i wanted to make that happen and i just want to big up that lydia simmons will be by tesco's so her image will be by tesco's lydia simmons the first black woman to become a mayor in the uk so this is you know Slough has a really rich history that is a no small mission to come from montserrat and to achieve that and every time that you speak to lydia she says tina i would have never have been able to do this without your mother she was my inspiration she was in the background cheering me on she was doing my letters she was doing every aspect so you know when i see lydia lydia always shows me my mum was there and I remember being a child going to Lydia's house seeing my mum and Lydia so busy working and I used to just copy my mother I used to just copy what I saw my mum doing and what I found so rich about my mum is that the house never ever got unturned right my dad's underpants got ironed just to hear the level of woman that that woman was ironing underpants so everything the food was cooked the house was in order the underpants was ironed those times you never had front loader you know you had washing machine that you had to scrub and then put it into rinse and then put it in spinner so sometimes what's our excuse because that woman she kept her house in order she worked in her factory and she still served her community so you know they are the kind of legacies that you know set my path for me so lydia will be by tesco's and Marcia Richardson, she was um, rep representing us in Slough, a young lady, Olympian, and Leslie Owusu. They will be at the centre of Farnham Road. So this is where all of the murals are. And there's another very, very important mural, and it represents so many of us. It represents so many women, and it's the black woman's prayers. It's the black woman's faith that has kept her community in the way that it is. That image is also depicted a woman of faith with praying hands. They have hands that go up like Islamic hands and it has praying hands like Christian hands. And it's depicted in one image of a praying woman that one of the men last year said that when you look in the community, you see the black woman's faith. You see how she takes on board when something's going on, she goes to prayer. And that image is, is the four images that have been chosen this year. So it's a privilege and a pleasure for me to be, you know, one of the inspirational people in the community, but there's also others. So please tag any of those pictures, just tag the cause and let's just share. And it's really good that it's happened on the 1st of November because we're coming out of October being Black History Month. We're making Black History 365 because Black History is a part of British history, is a part of life history. There should be no separation, just oneness. 365 times a year, 365 every day of the year, I mean. All right, Tanya, and I look forward to seeing your image because I know it's coming, girl. Baby girl, there ain't going to be no image. It's going to be a whole statue with the movement that I'm feeling to make. <laughs> it's going to be a statue, honey. <laughs> <laughs>
my children's 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 children will know who their mama was. <laughs> um, honestly, I know what's been placed in my crown and I'm grateful. And even just hearing how um, my grandmother contributed to another woman's greatness. Come on, people. Do y'all hear legacy? Do you guys hear it? I don't just get this from my mama, you understand? I don't just get this from my dad. I get it from my grandparents. I get it from my great grandparents. I get it from my great, great grandparents. And I am responsible to wake up and honor that. I'm so humbled by it. What are you guys honored for and honored by and humbled by so much so that it makes you live with more integrity? So Honestly, you, know, you know, you know, CC. If, if anybody's in elevate, CC goes on about how important the relationship circle is. And your dad, Claude, he he says that before these things had a name, we were living them. And you know, at a point when Claude's family had a lot of trauma and there wasn't a refuge in that family, guess what? He adopted another family. He came into a family. And they actually gave him some of the nurturing required at the time that he required it. And then he went back to his family and installed that. So sometimes, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, well, my family ain't like that, then use another family, like use that principle, like it takes a village. Like there's families that have the structure or have what could nurture you. Take advantage of it. That's what the relationship circle looks like in the real life. And I'm telling y'all, we got to give. We got enough for everybody. When I look at my immediate family picture, and I'm talking like me, my parents, my siblings, and our kids. <laughs> Have y'all ever seen them family pictures? <laughs> Even when our partners are in, oh my gosh, it's mad. And we're only, and it's like two generations, but it is mad. We are rich, rich in love, bro. Like seriously rich in love. If there's one thing that my family is rich in, it is love. And that's the one thing that many people think they don't have. Well, come over here, come get some. We got lots to give. And we got lots of other stuff to give. But I picked a stick this morning and funnily enough, I went, I was like, I'm gonna get a pick what you need. I need something, what do I need? And it said courage. And I said, yes, God. But when I went there, there was this stick that was clearly in the wrong pot, but it was screaming at me. And the stick was abundance is my birthright. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay. But I want to read you the stick that says courage. By the way, these are being re-released this month. Ooh, I hope you guys are excited. Anyways, it says, when you pack your bag for the day, make sure it has a shit load of courage. The truth is, life will and has always prepared you for something greater. Life has allowed you to experience contrast and conflict, and maybe it will continue to. However, you have what it takes to push through. But firstly, you must believe in you. You are built for a time like this. You were seasoned with experience and greatness. You have been asked to pull yourself forward and build from what you have. You do not have to figure it all out or get all your shit together. You are enough. You have enough. Now make moves. 
make solid decisions that continue to pull your greatest self through. This stick is reminding you to draw it out. When you draw water from a deep well, it's dark, it's deep, it's black. You can't fully see the water, but you chuck your bucket in and draw it out anyway. You then have to use some muscle and arm power to pull the bucket back up. But when you get the bucket back up, sorry, but when you get the bucket back up to the top filled with water, it was all worth it. It's a blessing and you're grateful for the risk you took in chucking the bucket down. The struggle you faced in pulling it back up was worth it. Courage is much the same. You may struggle to see the full path, the final destination or result, but you must decide to dig, walk, go and chuck your faith forward. Something great is waiting on the other side. I love these sticks. And I tell you why I love these sticks with the books because each book comes with 10 sticks and you can pick them every day. And depending on where you are within that day, you really do get what you need, but the words in the book hit different. I could read it a million times and I swear to God, I hear things I have not heard before because you hear what you need based on where you're at. So I pray that you guys hear that as you step into this month and this week ahead, that you seriously take courage because your crown's already been paid for, but you gotta be willing to chuck that bucket forward and seriously step into your next season by being your best self now. It's gonna take courage, but you've been seasoned for some things. Use it, use all of it. And if you want the information about joining the 5am club next week, please make sure you reach out and you can get that invitation um, and I'll send it to you. Be great, guys. Have an awesome week ahead. Have an incredible month. Go ahead and ask yourself that question. Who has been your greatest teachers and what have they inspired you to do? And are you being responsible with that? How can you wake up today in this month and this week and be your best self? And make yourself and them teachers proud by doing something with the lessons that they've given you. Your crown has been custom made and paid for in full. How will you wear it? How will you honour it? What will you do with it? Have an incredible day, guys.